it's okay that the women are the go-to for the culture. Literally, we have just been taking over for about, what, not even two, three years, and men can't take it. They cannot take Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Stop Resetting No Six. Archie Leach on Twitter. I definitely hate that name, so I'm going to change it here soon. This is Committee Podcast. We have the uh, somewhat usual suspects. We have Marcus Sniffles, and we have the uh, legendary playlist maker of the uh, Twitter sphere, Fiox, or it's Tribbles, aka the Ox DJ. If that's yes. not what she wants to be exposed at, I will probably edit it out, but what's good? No, 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 the streets can know. They can't know my silent partners, but it's cool they know this. That's <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad to, to be back on the committee podcast platform. Been out here in the streets grinder. Yes, we, we are the uh, G's moving silence. Like what was saying, yeah. But yeah, we, we are the uh, we are the, the most consistent podcast out here. We are the uh, content contenders. I wouldn't say content kings yet, but I, I would say we're contenders. We're pretty consistent. Yeah, every yeah. Day. I mean, y'all y'all are like the the champions of the amateur thing right now. Like, we're, we're the underground kings. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there it goes. Shout out to Pepsi and Bundy. Hey, RIP. <laughs> but real quick before we start, I want to shout out a couple of people that have been supporting us and rock with us on Twitter. Shout out to I Got a Grammy. Shout out to the homie Taco Trap Lord who's trying to make some moves to North Florida. So just make sure you uh, do your research. I told you it is a red hat state. So just uh, be, be careful out there. Also, shout out to uh, Lunch underscore Money who uh, rocks with us on Twitter all the time. And shout out to a new follower from uh, Newark, New Jersey, or Newark, New Jersey, Re LaBella. Uh, holla at me. What's good? Shout out to Jersey, Brick City. But we're going to jump right into it. Somebody is finally, somebody finally might have got canceled for real, for real this time. Like, we, we've seen a lot of spoke, not a lot of fires, you know, a lot of tweets, a lot of angriness in the timeline. But they, they might have got your bads, uh, Robert Kelly out the tape for real this time. So, uh, Tribbles, let the people know what's going on with the. The, the, the Pied Piper oh. of the uh, penitentiary here, so. <laughs> Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, R. Kelly is going to big jail, <laughs> guys. Like, he going um, to jail jail. <laughs> like, like, not even the fake jail, like the real jail. Um, so we all know he's been indicted in Chicago um, with the case dealing with uh, girls, but the feds came and swooped in in the good, great, uh, great state of New York and said that, uh, got him on what was it, trafficking, child trafficking, uh, excuse me, sex trafficking charges. So basically, R. Kelly is going under the jail. Um, in both indictments, they do list other individuals. So other males, uh, I think they were his former assistants, yes. one being Larry Brown, no, excuse me, June Brown and some other guy named Larry. But how I process it is with them listing those two names, they're going to put them in the position where either A, you're going to jail under the jail with this nigga, or you can cut a deal and snitch and make sure that we pin every single thing on Robert Sylvester Kelly. Um, I was reading earlier today that another assistant came and provided 20 tapes. Um, I don't know if they're 20 different girls, but 20 different tapes of him dealing with minors. So basically R. Kelly is officially canceled. Um, Whoever is the talent show King in the federal penitentiary that he will be joining. It's over because Robert is on his way, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I know the, the fourth recently passed a couple weeks ago. Did y'all hear any R. Kelly at the cookout or any step in the name of love, the Nixon remix or, Um, you know, on former on former episodes of the committee podcast, I've stated since I found out R. Kelly does not own his music, you know, 
I slip up and stream stream a song or two. Not not he's not necessarily canceled, but we're not playing him at the cookout. Like I can play him in my house, but you yeah. won't catch me in my car with my windows down playing R. Kelly. <laughs> I mean, this is a just free zone. If you if you if you feel like you need to bump Sir Robert here and there, that's that's your business. But I mean, I definitely played Puff Daddy and R. Kelly satisfy you today. So um, yeah, shout out to Diddy and making the bands coming back, guys. <laughs> I don't think I don't think tw- uh, I don't know. Twenty nineteen is built. I actually know it is perfectly built to that social media. As long as they have like, as long as they put together or as, uh, assemble good characters, because we know it's all manufactured. So as long as they put together good characters, I think it'll be uh, something the social media will probably eat up pretty well. But I think with Diddy being attached, like I, I actually sat down and I rewatched uh, seasons three and four of making the band and just going through Diddy's actually discography of things he's produced and his actual content. Like, I think he, he has the formula. Like Diddy is one of the people in the industry that I feel like has the formula and knows how to make a hit. Does he know how to write a good contract? Absolutely not. But the man can make a hit. So I think in this scene, just with Diddy being behind it, I think the show, I think the show and the music will be both like, top tier and back to what it was um in the early 2000s so yeah so what we are going to predict that the, the at least one two or maybe all the old members make cameos at some point if they're still alive i saw the shade room day 26 is trying to assert themselves in the show so like mm. being mentors so that that's going to be interest interesting but i don't think that will happen because of the i guess the conflict because diddy has you know, basically had bad contracts or not the best contracts with people essentially saying, hey, I want to step up and be a mentor. What are you going to mentor me on? Are you going to mentor me on the industry or are you going to mentor me on how to not work with Diddy? And then that just becomes a conflict of interest. So I don't think it'll be like a full-fledged mentorship, but we may get to see the band or Danity Kane members like pop up on a episode, but I don't think we're going to see them consistently. It's just too much of a conflict. I'm just trying to see the young goon from Miami, Florida. I want to see if he's still out here. The homie that just was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm out. So that, that's what I'm trying to see. That, we talk about the same show, right? The yeah, homie? no, that's uh, Fred. What's Fred, thumb, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thumb sucker. <laughs> Shout out to Fred. But, yo, speaking of, uh, I guess, thumb suckers, when I heard this person come on the song, I was confused because it sounded like a small child was on the record. But did you guys hear the uh, the latest Old Town Road remix? No. Oh, wow. Wait, what? Wow, you're not going to ride till you can't no I more? Mean, I mean, I, I need a break. What? I need to get off the horse for a little bit. I'm going to get hey, back man, on it. Hey, man. <laughs> you got to jump on that green slime horse with your boy Young Thug. <laughs> thug. Wow, wow. <laughs> the legend. The legend. Yo. No, the legend. Yeah, shout out to Jeffrey. Love Jeffrey to death. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a Young Thug stand. But what the fuck was Young Thug doing <laughs> on this Yikes. goddamn remix? Yikes. Like, I tweeted. I was like, yo, they should have just kept this in the vault. Like, I understood from a label thing like why we put Young Thug on it get it on the urban market get it on the urban radio it was like nigga Thug got on there talking about crazy shit and he got washed by Mason Ramsey who then later tweeted out slat which is like Young Thug's signature thing so the song is really now just Lil Nas X Billy Ray Cyrus and Mason Ramsey so whenever a DJ gets that version Shoot it to me on my Twitter because that young fuck shit has got to go. No, no, no. 
Yeah, I, but you know they finally they finally got the young guy Mason Ramsey on there. I actually uh, I tweeted out April twentieth. I was like, "Yo, when are they gonna get uh, Mason Ramsey on the song?" And you know, it they, they, they made it happen. So shout, shout out to them for getting the god on there. You know, what I'm saying out here dropping the uh, fire bars, inspiring the the young uh, white crossover country. Shout out to him for giving the you know the white people a voice and a, a venue, an avenue to you know jump into the rap game. You know, right from the, from the Walmart. Track. From Walmart to Billboard, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, his grind, his grind don't let up. Yeah, you know they're gonna do a, a biopic here soon. You know, maybe in about three or four years. <laughs> so you know, we're looking forward that the the Mason Ramsey come up story. So shout out to him. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna talk about come ups real quick, I know we didn't really bring this up, but you saw your 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 girl, uh, bad bad baby, got a million dollar songwriting deal or something like that. Definitely did not see that. Thought we were gonna go a different route with bad baby's news, but. Um, didn't I see that? That's sure? dope. Yeah, dope. yeah. There's a lot of hate going on in the timeline. So, like, how she'll get a million dollar writing deal? She don't write her own rhymes. Like, that's. But what... see, I, I, mm. I think we gotta. In this, this may be a conversation for a different, like, so I mean, day. But like, when we hear people abusing writers, that does not necessarily mean that someone is like writing a full song and giving them a paper and they're reading off of it. In some cases, yes, but like most of the time, it's a collaborative effort. This person may have like a verse and does not know how to build a hook. Most artists do not know how to write hooks or write catchy, you know, catchy lyrics. And you have to bring somebody in to help you so they should get paid for that because most of the times what they are writing is the reason why we remember a song. So I, I just think at this point, it's just mudded that people just think like, all right, if somebody says, hey, I use writers, that that means that they don't write anything as an artist. It's like, no, I get help, but I do write some of the shit too. According to papermag.com, uh, blah, 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 Bad Baby, The Cash Me Outside Girl, turned actual success child rapper, just signed new publishing deal with Post Music Group worth $1 million, according to TMZ. She is 16. So uh, let's see. It- I mean, she to be honest, it's probably she's probably getting fucked on the deal. She's probably worth more than that. Um, well, it's saying she reportedly is receiving three hundred fifty thousand up front, and the rest in increments when she hits a certain revenue target. Blah blah blah. At least seventy percent of her future record sales, licensing fees, and digital streaming profit, profits. So, I don't know what that means, but you're right. She probably is getting finessed because to a sixteen year old, three hundred fifty thousand dollars probably seems like a million dollars, but that's that's one, yeah. one Bentley and half a half a condo. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not yeah. It's, it, that doesn't that doesn't translate good for long term, you know. But still, congratulations to her. More money than I got, so yeah. Facts, 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 facts. So, mm. well, hopefully her family and people that manage her have her best interests in mind. Because we we see a lot of times with child stars and early success that when lots of money gets involved, things get kind of crazy. So shout to shout to bad baby. But the, the reason that we are really here was because uh, your man, a hip hop legend, legendary producer, songwriter. Leprechaun in the hood, ugly ass nigga. Oh, okay. Jermaine Jer- Dupree, he, uh, he got a lot of people riled up. And after really kind of analyzing this, and I, I told Marcus this in our group chat, I think this was partly strategic marketing because we, we understand that social mm-hmm. media outrage is the best marketing you can get these days. So, and Marcus doesn't seem to think he is smart enough to do that. 
And maybe initially he didn't plan on doing that, but he he has kind of finessed it and made it to his benefit. If that makes oh, sense. Oh no no no! This is definitely marketing one hundred and one. Um, I for me, I'm I'm angry. I'm angry one because of how it was done because it was still wrong. But then two, I'm just angry because I got I got fucked over. Like I got got. Like I hate when I get I hate when it works and it works on mm. me. I'm like I should I should have spotted this a mile away. Man, but. The reaction. Um, so, right. So I'm like mad on both sides. So I was like, he got it out of me. Like I was very upset because it was bothering me all like that whole day when he, when I got a wind of it. Cause I just it was just inaccurate, regardless of because I, I, I tried to understand both sides of the argument. Cause people were like, Oh, well, they specifically said Nikki, Megan, and Cardi. And then because the way I heard it, I'm like, he the the lady asked the question, she was like, Hey. Who is your favorite female rapper? And then she gave examples that he could have responded with. So that's how I heard the question. But then I gave him the benefit of the doubt of like, maybe he was uh, looking for, well, they were looking for her, him to answer of those three. He still was wrong either way he decided to, to look at that question. Both well, answers, both ways he would have been wrong. So I watched the, I watched the interview and what I don't like is that the the clip that I saw was just a clip. Like I I don't like when there's not a lot of information to go off because it's like a one and a half minute clip. It's like hey, they really quickly asked him a question. I don't know if there was any follow up questions. I don't know if you really uh, went any deeper into it. But his response was they all rapping about the same thing. Dupree said. I don't think they're showing who who showing us who the best rapper. For me, it's the stripper rapping. As far as rap goes, I'm not getting who is the best rapper. I'm getting like you got a story about dancing the club. You got a story about dancing the club. You got a story. Okay, who's going to be the rapper? So, again, when they ask him a specific question about those people, like those type of rappers, I don't necessarily think his response was wrong. Now, the more information I gathered when I heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, it's super uninformed. And Marcus is making the point that he sounded like an old man. I'm like, well, he he is 49. He is he is an old man. Like, let's let's give him give that's, him. That's 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 not an excuse. Okay, it, it's I mean, not for someone that's in the music business. That's not yeah. Like, I mean, well, Jay Z will be what 50 this year, and I'm hey, pretty sure he can identify that Cardi, Nicki, and Megan Thee Stallion are not all rapping about stripper music. So let's not use age. Well, I wouldn't this argument. Well, and I think we're using the the term stripping music a bit too literal. I, I think he meant that type of vibe. Like, like, like sexually charged, which again, okay. even if you if you look at it through those lenses, he is still wrong. Literally, Cardi B started Invasion of Privacy off. Not talk, she, she talked about she stripped, but it had nothing to talk about empowering. It was just like, I said dance, not fuck. Like, I'm, I, I was a dancer. No, I wasn't a prostitute. Let me motivate you as you listen to it. Um, what is it? Get up ten. Like she has, I like it, which talk, never talked about anything sexually charged. You got uh, songs like Ring and Be Careful. Nicki Minaj has Your Love and Starships. Like they have all of this music, and though, and these are hits. I'm naming hits that the Billboard has acknowledged are top of the charts. And this this grown man who's in the industry, who has an ear to the street, who probably heard a lot of this music before we could consume it. And he's telling me, oh, they just make this same type of music. Like, no, they have charted with different and, and a variety of substances. 
but you only chose to pay attention to, or you may only be able to be exposed to that because you're in the club. You're not going to hear a uh, 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 a lyrical thought out fucking song in the club. I've never heard some overly conscious shit in the club. You hear the dance twerk. I I used to strip, but I'm getting my bag. That's what you're going to hear. It's it's motivational music with a high ass beat. Like, come on. I mean, we can we can talk about like invasion of privacy uh, according to hip hop by the numbers on Twitter. Apparently, they did the the research and they they pulled the car facts. Cardi B on invasion of privacy. She has seven hundred and forty one bars. 29 bars are about stripping, and that equals out to 3.9%. Eight out of the 13 tracks have no stripping references. 61.5%. Like, the numbers don't add up. So he's wrong and uninformed. And those are the worst things you can be in that position. Like, he is a, like he said, he is a gatekeeper of the hip-hop rap community. He's a legend, legendary producer, writer. And for him to go out there and say, like, oh, they're only just making stripper music, it's like pushing this narrative that female rappers can only get on if they're doing that type of music. And it's just, it's wrong and it's false. And it's just, it, and like I said, I think it makes him sound old because he's just like, well, let me see what they're playing on 102.7 on my radio. Like, do you not have a streaming service, Jermaine? Like, he has, you don't have he Apple has music? a 15, 16 year old daughter. He he is in tune with what his what the kids are listening to. It's no way. It is absolutely no way that you're telling me that Jermaine Dupree, who has his own show where he works with young talent, he develops young talent that he does not have his ear to the streets from. Like it's 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 asinine. And like I said, it was a marketing tool, and he looked really really fucking stupid, and he still is fucking stupid. If that was his if that was his goal, and if that wasn't his goal, he still looks fucking stupid. Period. I, I don't know. I, I still think that, and again, with Cardi thing, like, I mean, of course, it's only be 3% because a bunch of guys wrote her rap, so they're not going to be talking about the cell. That, and that's <laughs> bullshit, because you have three fucking mixtapes of Cardi writing her own oh music. So to diminish that you found out, because Nicki Minaj fans decided to say that Partisan Fontaine, which she had openly said before that even leaked, wrote that song like that's that's stupid and that's what that's my issue with it because Jermaine Dupri opened up a lot of doors for fuck boys to insert their self into some business that they're not even fully aware about all of these men are screaming let's support Rhapsody let's support No Name let's support all these other rappers but you only do that to pit them against the the Cardis and the Nickies and the people who that you see on the charts. If you really cared about supporting these names that you're pitting them against to, they would have the accolades. They would they would be where they're supposed to be. But what what's happening is is that men sit there and they can identify that you can be a trap rapper, you can be a lyrical rapper. Oh, he a West Coast rapper, so it's okay if he raps like this. But when it comes to women, we have to rap one specific way. It is layers to female rap, and it's going to continue to be layers in female rap. So. Megan and Cardi and, and whoever can continue to rap about stripper music and no name and Rhapsody can continue to be conscious and people like Baby Mother and, and, and Cupcake can go out and to be raunchy. You can have people like Dreezy that make drill music. We're going to have layers in female rap because it's layers in rap. The end. Okay. There we go. But all right, well let's 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 go back. Let's go back a little bit. 
So I get that. He was uninformed. It, it did sound a, a bit ignorant, but I mean, the, hmm. It's not true. Nothing about, because, and this is why I say it's not true. Because, all right, let's put it. Megan's big of, Megan, Megan the Stallion's two songs that are on Billboard right now are sexually charged. Let's use that. Okay. okay. Cool. But you can also go in her discography. What and she she's she's made mixtapes. This fever that just released is not an album, so she's only a mixtape artist. You can go in through her uh, discography and find music that is like the complete opposite of it. So I use that as an example to say you can go to someone like Ti, and you can pull up. Well, well let me yeah yeah let's you see yeah, you can pull up something like Get Loose or Pussy Popper, all them songs, and then you can go pull up something like Dead and Gone. Does that now make T.I. one specific type of rapper? Do we now only look at T.I. as this type of person? No. We allow people to make the music that they want to make. And, you're, and, and, and two, to put this type of, I guess, not necessarily pressure, but to put this type of uh, level of expectation on women who just started in the game. You got, you got people like Pusha T, love him to death, love that he rap. He has not evolved as it pertains to his subject matter. He's And he said it. I'm going to continue to rap about cocaine and drug raps. And what do we do? Continue to turn it up, continue to support it, and continue to do that. We have not asked anything out of his 10, 15 year career to, ch to change anything up. But as soon as a woman gets stuck in her bag and she's getting her money making this type of music, now we got to ask her to go be uh, Lupe Fiasco, whoever this this Jay Z barred up bitch is supposed to be. Well, like, women, that's women, women, women in hip hop are held to a different standard. Like when Nicki Minaj was coming up and blowing up, all of a sudden it's like, well, you're too pop, and or, is she really writing her lyrics? And the same thing with Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion, like everything. Like once women start to blow up, it becomes okay. Let's nitpick them to death and see if we can bring them down at some point. Meanwhile, Takashi Six Nine is blowing up and no one really cares that much about what he's doing. And it's just like, we got to mm, keep that, it on that's, both that's, sides. That's like, not, that's when, not when fair. Came, that's, it, nobody, no, nobody's out here saying Takashi 6 9 is going to be the future of the rap game or he's trying bars. We know what Takashi 6 9 was. Like, that shit was straight If you knew what it was and people just accepted him for who he was and he did what he had to do and he made his money and however he made his money and made his impact on the charts, that's what he did because his music sold. So if Megan Thee Stallion wants to be on Instagram and twerking and she's rapping and she's performing to her base because let's not forget Megan Thee Stallion is not rapping for niggas. She's not. None of her raps are saying, hey, niggas come listen to me. Men enjoy her but none of her raps are requesting the critique of men. So who the fuck are you to even give your, your, your opinion on it? Like it, I don't like I said. I just think this this conversation just opens up the door for men to stick their nose into business that they don't even care about, but they just feel like they have to speak on it because they got to dig and because they they are the face of this said genre. But now that women like it, we're we're in 2019, and the fact that eight women on the, are on the Billboard chart, we're celebrating that. Like that shit should have been done. It's been more than eight women rappers out at one time in the I 90s. It, and I think in hip hop, for for a majority of it, it's been a like a boys club type deal. It's kind of like sports, where it's just like, oh, this is for men. The majority of the audience is men. 
Um, and I don't want to say recently because, like you said, women have been rapping for a long time, probably even since the beginning. But now it's becoming a thing where, like, the more popular rappers are now women. And there's more women fans of rap out there that are, like, they're clamoring for this. They want City Girls. They want Dreezy. They want Cupcake out there. And for us men, we have to realize, like, hey, that's – they're not – like you said, they're not rapping to get our ears. You know what I'm saying? They're not – they're not being marketed for men. And for some men, that's an issue because they feel like, well, this is my culture. I, you know, it should be geared towards me. And it's, we have to be able to share that. Like, there's going to be female rappers out here rapping. And we have to, I don't want to say we have to just accept it because it's like, oh, we're just accepting it for whatever. But the culture is expanding. There's going to be women. There's going to be gay people. There's going to be transgenders. There's going to be Hispanics. There's going to be all kinds of people that are going to want to get in this game. And we have to understand, like, hey, all this rapping, it, we can't keep it to ourselves. If we want it to grow and to expand the way we claim we want it to, we have to be open to these we, these female rappers out here rapping and them not rapping for us. And me personally, I like I like Megan Thee Stallion rapping like that. Like, I like her subject matter. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, I, it just feels weird to me when I hear dudes talking about, like, all she talk about is sex. Like, I'd rather hear Megan Thee Stallion rap about sex than Rick Ross. Like, what What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I just think that, I, I think it is difficult in a male, I guess, driven, dominated industry to, I guess, as a male, try to put your two cents in. But uh, it's kind of tough because, again, like, you say they're they're not rapping for women i don't know like the uh, the demographic or the people who actually purchase music i believe for the most part it is women because like dudes are not here like well there are some uh obvious angels out here buying drake albums but i feel like that if you can get the women on your side then you can be successful but with that being said if that's the case then why aren't a lot more of these women you know popular outside of the <clears throat> mainstream ones they seem to push right that that's kind of my my thing that I'm trying to figure out, because like even with, let me, let me so even with like I know uh, I was texting Marcus and I was kind of joking like yeah I don't really know any female rappers but I mean I really thought about all the women rappers I do know I I know more than I thought I did and a lot of them are older so I had the Brat Lady Rage Queen Latifah Rod Digga Lil Kim Foxy Brown Missy Elliott Aubrey Graham Rhapsody Jean Grey. Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, uh, Young Ma or Young May, whatever she calls herself, uh, Dej Loaf, and uh, yeah. So I, I do know women rappers. Like, I'm not going to lie, I haven't listened to a lot of them. Um, I know you gave me a couple to check out, which I did this weekend. Uh, so far, uh, Dreezy is at, the, is at the top of my list of the ones that I... I, 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 keep, I, keep, tell, I keep telling people yeah, about shout it. Out to, I keep shout out to Chicago's Dreezy, one of my favorite, one of my favorite rappers. Like, but, yeah. but to that point, it's like with my thought process as far as like with rap, right? So literally the only people that probably talk about female rappers is probably you and like Marcus to an extent. And like with, with anything, unfortunately, it is kind of media driven, right? So, like, whoever's popping, whoever is talked about is kind of what people are leaning towards. And I'll give you an example, you know, switching it to anime. So, with anime, like, I'm not really, I'm not really out here searching for shit, right? Like, just like for rappers, there's a zillion different animes you can watch, like, with rappers. 
but the stuff that I'll go to is what I hear people talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, check this out. People arguing about this, like, oh, this sucks, this is trash. I'm like, okay, well, people have an opinion on this, so let me go check it out. Same with rap. If people were talking about, you know, this person or that person, I'm like, all right, well, cool, there's some sort of there's something going on here, so let me see what's happening. And I, I don't get that with I guess some female rappers. I think we should try to create more of that. Now that I know that Dreezy has good songs and I that's something I will do now. But, but even, even with male rappers, I don't go outside of my way to search for people outside of like the people that are brought to my attention, which is that's just me personally. Like I'm not really out here searching for folks. I'm at the point now where I listen to older rap just to you know understand the history of the game and where, where some of these songs and these samples and references come from. Like the the music I've been listening to recently is like Ghostface's discography. I'm not out here looking for whoever the newest person is, but if they're like, hey so-and-so from this state is popping or he's got this mixtape or something, I might check it out. But I don't really get that from the women's side. But to be fair, I don't that maybe the people I follow don't listen to people like that. So maybe I need to expand my my Twitterverse, if that makes sense. But that's just my thoughts. That's what I had to do. Like, like I'm, I'm, whatever people bring to me, I'll check it out. But if I don't hear about it, I'm not actively searching. Just like I asked you for a playlist or you gave me a list. I wouldn't check these people out. I'm like, hey, these rappers are really good. You know what I'm saying? I so here here is my rebuttal to that. And I the media to a to a certain point will give them that. I'll give the media that. But I think we're in the age where we're determining what the media is looking at. Megan the Stallion has been rapping on Twitter since 2016. She had a what she did one cipher and it went viral. And she she garnered fans, and they just kept retweeting. And as she did, she did freestyle and own freestyle and freestyle. She built up this fan base, and then three hundred sought sought out her. These people are seeking out the talent. We are doing the A and R. So so as Marcus said, one it's on the person to expand their search. Like if you're tired, if you if you can literally turn on the radio and say, "I'm tired of hearing this Nicki song. I'm tired of hearing." this Cardi B song every single time I turn on the radio, you can simply, you can simply choose to do one or two things. You can turn the radio off and you can go play your playlist that could be older music or B, you can go simply go Google search artists that are like Cardi B or artists that are like Nicki Minaj and be exposed to so much. Like the, literally the lack of you going to do that is ignorance. Like the example I would use is if I'm saying I'm looking for a job, but all I do is go to the end of my street and see if somebody has a no hiring sign in my window and I come home and put on Twitter that no one's hiring, that's a lie. I didn't use all the resources that I had to find this music. Like, you, like if you find what you want, that's, that's, I think that's my rebuttal to that. You find what you want. If you're, into, if you're into female hip hop music, you wouldn't know all of the names that I've listed on this podcast so, for, so far or who I'm, whom I've been tweeting about or trying to get exposure for. Like those are things that you're gonna automatically know if that's what you want. But if you don't want that, you're going to continue to eat up the same artists because that's all they're going to deliver you. To deliver you. And this, is a, this model is not new. This didn't just start with female rap in 2019. Like, no, this has been going on for years. I say up until maybe the the snap era, so that's like 06, 07, that radio pretty much died. And it was really like the streets were determining what's going on the radio, not the other way around, not, not the radio determining what we listen to on the streets. So I just think for people who, who, who say like, oh, I didn't know that all these other people existed, you're not paying attention. 
because people are talking about it. And that's why you saw so much reaction when he made such an asinine statement, because people are screaming these things. But the problem is people don't listen to black women. And, and men definitely don't listen to black women as it pertains to hip hop because they feel like they own it. And it's a lot of women who wrap circles. And I do mean circles around some of these new artists that are out here that are on Billboard and that are getting all these accolades. And that's all I got to say. And if you want to debate me on it, my Twitter is at its underscore triples and I will provide receipts. Yeah, you don't want, y'all don't, don't want those problems. But like, for one, I, I agree with what you said as far as like the people that are complaining about the, you know, what female rappers are rapping about. I don't, I find it disingenuous because it's like, if you want to find good female rappers or like you said, like lyrical female rappers, just get on Google. It's easy to find. You know what I'm saying? It ain't that hard to find new music or like that's that's what happened to me. That's one of the the things about Twitter that's really uh, expanded my viewpoints on things like following people like Tribbles, following uh, Psy, uh, the gumbo. I started following them. That's how I discovered some of these female rappers is by, you know, going out and searching for it. Like, like you said, I like Dreezy. I like Megan Stallion, But then there's also Sweetie, who I think is one of the worst rappers I've ever heard. Like the but, worst the yeah. worst the but worst that, but that's the thing that's the thing that we that's that's when you know that there's like equality out there you know what i'm saying because if it's the thing where okay we can have high-end female rappers being successful but we can also have garbage female rappers being able to still be out here because there's garbage men rappers out here too so there should be well, that's that's that's, 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 the real, my point. that's a real test of equality and I'm not I'm not necessarily that's the thing I'm not seeking out either like on the male side as well I'm not like oh let me find this next male guy it's just like whatever I'm just but then but see that's but then that's when I say you can't have a, a side in the argument if you if you don't like if you have not actively seek that it's not, there's no there's no sides to be picked I was going off off facts and points like his his point he does have a point we we can but he I, I don't know wait wait he does have a point though is the is the best can can anybody off the street identify the best female rapper because I know they can identify who the top male rappers are and they're all old men who have been in the industry for years you're asking women who have just started to rap within the last three to five years many of them being under the age of thirty who have not experienced shit in life to go rap of substance and competition when they are literally living their life as twenty two and twenty three year olds. I don't know what kind of music you wanted to turn up to at twenty two, but it wasn't no conscious shit. So no, so so that so you just kind of discounted Rhapsody completely then. Rhapsody is thirty what six years old. What are you talking about? And She's been rapping for a long time. Okay, so and that's my point. She's not identifiable as the best female rapper. I think, maybe, but I think maybe one, I think one the issue, maybe because you know she's not. Saying? And two, she's not, who's well, oh, this is good. Who's who's better than Rhapsody? Because I want to know. I'm curious. Uh, I want to do some research. Off the top of my head, I'll give I'll give Missy Elliott um a lot a lot more wordplay well, on that. I'll well, even come on, well, time out. But she's not active though. Oh, you're talking about active. Right? Yeah. Oh, uh, like right well, you say, now. I mean, you say, say the say, Kendrick's, the Coles, and like whatever Jay Z's. Jay Z's old as hell, but he's still active. It, you know my, my thing, my thing about that is like, like I said before, this hip hop for the most part has been a men's game. Like yeah, yeah. We, we we put the men out there, and even like if you're a female coming up, like you, it's a lot harder for you to garner that type of attention because where are these female, where are these black female rappers going? To get exposure when it comes to media, like they have to go to talk, they got to talk to Charlemagne and DJ Envy. 
They got to talk and, to Ebro and uh, Peter oh, Rosenberg. Like, oh where, where, where are the? And I know, but not even that. I know that's your thing because it's like it's an issue. But it's like, who are they talking to? But it's Who's not the even black that. When you you ask you ask what Rhapsody was at that at that point in time when Rhapsody had garnered that that speed where she began to take off and where I began to notice who know know who she was. That was pure Nikki. That was when Nikki had had opened the door back up that women were rapping. And at that time, even as a woman, that's all you could focus on was Nicki Minaj and because her trajectory when Nikki took off, it was something that we hadn't seen since Kim. And, and Foxy and all of them at that time. So the media, yeah, the media does play a part in that. But as I said, we, we've grown up. It's been a long fucking time since I listened to the radio to determine what I should put on a playlist to put out to the rest of the world. Oh, I don't listen yeah. to the radio, just to be clear. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't want that narrative to be pushed. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, like I'm, what I'm, I see speaking, on I'm speaking to, to, to your podcast listeners. I'm pretty sure they listen to the radio. I mean, I, I still, I, I still occasionally, <laughs> I listen to the radio in the morning for morning shows. And shit, so I kind of no. listen to what they play. Yeah, I well, I'll, I'll catch, the, I'll catch the clips later. <laughs> I'm listening to whatever I listen to on, like, on the radio. Li- li- shout out to Ricky Smiley. I listen to Ricky Smiley morning show. He has a really good morning show. So, um, and, and that brought up another point that I, I want to kind of, kind of, kind of dispel because you, you said that uh, as far as like things evolving and things changing or whatever, and I, I want to kind of kind of argue this point um let's talk about it because i got other points that also bring up with jermaine dupree <laughs> so you said uh what did i say uh, you said another thing these old motherfuckers gotta get this gotta get out this competition shit these new rappers and producers are about unity only ohs focus on being the best and flaunting about it on each track i reply with no, i reply with mm, i reply with rap by nature is competitive so it's understandable you reply with but like everything else in life, it evolves. There has there has been no true competition in rap since Wayne was screaming, he was the best rapper alive. Let that shit go. These new niggas like to be friends. Quote. Okay. Let me let me let me re, let me give you let me go a little bit further because I did think okay. about it after I tweeted. Yeah. The control, the control, <laughs> maybe, maybe the control era. That's probably mm. the last, but that yeah. wasn't but, but that didn't even last that long. And don't give me that Meek Mill and Drake shit. No. That, that's I can give you I can give you eight examples spanning from 2005 to today. Let's go. So Kendrick Lamar in 2005 has a mixtape called The Best Rapper Life. 2008 on Paper Trail on Swagger Like Us, T.I. refers to himself as the best rapper alive. 2010 on Pink Friday, Nicki Minaj uh, says she's the best rapper in a song called I'm the Best. 2010 on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Kanye West says he's the best rapper alive on Gorgeous. Uh, 2013, Marshall Mathers LP2. Eminem has a song called Rap God. K-Dot Control Verse. 2014, J. Cole's February 20, February 28th. He refers to him as the rap god or the best rapper. Uh, rappers want to be friends. Drake had a very popular song called No New Friends. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's still a so, thing. So no, rap is so, rap is competitive. It's never. But let's not go going deeper because I said new niggas. None of those people that you just named will be considered what we would call today new niggas. Them, Eminem has been had been rapping. Well, <laughs> the uh, Marshmallow LP came out in '99. <laughs> I'm talking about your little pumps, your the babies. All okay. these they they rap about being bolsterous, but they're not rapping about the baby's not out here. Hey, I'm better than Young Dolph or Key Glock or whoever the fuck is out there. They're not doing that. Well, and, and I get, I get, I get now when you clarify it because you, I, I just picked a, a specific 
the line of demarcation. No, I said, said new, was, new niggas. The new, the new, the new generation, the the producers, the Metro, like Metro Boomin and, and Mike Will will get together and make beats. They're not out saying, I'm going to make a better beat than, than Metro Boomin. It's like, yeah, let's team up because we but, can we can do heat together. That's what I'm saying. It's unity with these I, with the younger kids. Because I was just going off what you said. Like you said, since Wayne has been screaming Best Rapper Live, which is uh, the Carter one. And since then, rappers have still been saying, "I am the best rapper." That's that's what I was saying. Like that's still that's still. I was refer- in in the context. I was referring to new niggas, but I understand and I will agree to your point if we're going by what you read and what you researched. Okay, so, there we go. But do you think that's a good thing though? Like, don't you think that kind of drives up the quality of rap that we're getting with people being competitive, right? I don't. You don't. Not at, not, at the, not at this point. I mean, look what look, look the last the last true hip-hop beef that we had right which was the the drake and me and when i say the major big beef i'm talking about that made white people pay attention to the culture for a few weeks like, that wasn't white people wasn't on that well you know what you're right they don't know yeah they were they were they were they were only there to support point. drake because they didn't like who is this who's this but, black people with braids they're still wearing braids right but remember at the time, like Meek, Meek was dating Nikki, so Nikki is really like at that at that point, it's like Nikki is top of pop culture. So I think more people were familiar with Meek Mill um, than they would have been with a Pusha T if we're looking at a beef standard. Um, but even if you look at that particular beef, like that was just, I mean, that was really more bullying than it was beefing at the end of the day. Like we, I mean, we got music out of it, but are we? Nobody put War Paint on their top ten best diss tracks. Like back to back, you, you like it for a few They said it was really good. I just it never got. The, War, I mean, War Paint was good, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. It, you know, Love Jay, but it wasn't an ether. It's not nothing that I'm gonna be like. Oh my gosh, when I hear this, I remember when this dropped. It was just like, oh, Meek responded to Drake. Like it wasn't. We haven't had a charge in hip hop in a long time, and 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 when we do get charges. It's from what we consider the gatekeepers or the old heads. We don't, we don't, we don't have that. It's well. Let me just say that I don't see this competitiveness that everyone is searching for because I don't think they want. Like they don't care. These a lot of these kids, and they have been on record saying they're out about making money and making music that make people feel good. Yeah, I was gonna say being being the best <laughs> rapper doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't hold the same amount of weight because, like we said. People aren't like the radio doesn't determine what's hot anymore. Like these new rappers aren't going up to radio stations or freestyling. Even though, like most recently, I've seen Megan Thee Stallion do it two or three times, but she just raps about stripping. But whatever, she's one of the few new rappers that actually goes out and freestyles like at the radio station. But a lot of rappers don't do that. Like, who's the last of these big rappers to go to a to a, to a radio station and just go out and freestyle? People don't do that. It's not a thin one. That was a, that they, was have, they have that, more to lose now if they do. Yeah, they go but even still, when we yeah. were when we were coming up, that was almost like a standard. Like, all right, you're coming up. You we like your music, but you need to you got to go see Big Tig in the basement though. You need to drop some bars real quick. Like, like That's who real. who who did we listen to that coming was, up that didn't do era, that? Though. That was great. I, it's a different era, but that's still part of the art. Like freestyling is a lost art that doesn't matter anymore. 
it doesn't. I'm only I'm only gonna interject. I'm only gonna interject a dude just because I've really banged with his music. But YBN Corday, like he's only one of the young new the new guys that's like legit spitting, and he's done a couple of freestyles at the radio station. So okay. everybody should check him out. But everybody check, else, check him out. They not they not. Everybody else is not rapping. They're not rapping. So is that is that the next evolution of rap where it's it's not not competitive or it's more vibe music? Like again, I, it's I but that. it's all but it's all about like this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. It's all about evolution. At the time when snap music was taking over, the Kendricks in the in the in the cold types at that moment probably were scratching and begging to be heard and to be seen. At some point, rap is going to evolve to include these people that feel that a lot of people feel like that are being ostracized. But if we really look back at it, they're not being ostracized. I just think everybody has their moment and it's okay to let the not. So I guess the basis element of hip hop of what it is like, it's okay to let that evolve. <laughs> like hip hop is not that old. Well, and, and my, I'm not saying it's a problem, but even what you were just saying with the, the snap air and the Kenderson Coles kind of, clamoring to be heard like the the cream still rose to the top you know what i'm saying i'm just wondering if that's still going to be a thing with all the and it, and it kind will, of the, but the it's noise like, out here got... with the uh you know little pumps and whatever little pops out of the machine this week you know what i'm saying like as long as i feel like to i guess mm, i guess a core base if they could still have their discussions about who barred up who and who had these these lines i, I guess that still has to be a a, a part of the culture but it's but it's still going to be there now. Is the spotlight gonna always be on it? No, and that's okay because in maybe five years, people may not be making Megan Thee Stallion be number one on Billboard charts. But would Megan Thee Stallion still be making music, and will people still be going to her concerts and shows that she does? Yes, it's something like we look at Lil Wayne right now in 08 and when he was screaming the best rapper alive. You could not not turn around and see Wayne anywhere. Now he's on tour with Blink-182. Who in the fuck would have thought that Wayne would have to co-headline a tour with Blink-182 to, to get, you know, to get to this new realm that he's trying to get to? Sometimes it, shit changes, and it's okay. Just let people have their moment, eat it up. Uh, all of the real shit will last. The bullshit will fade away. How many artists... That at the time, look at a Trinidad James. Trinidad James was a bit was on Billboard. It was a popping ass song. It was on the radio. Where is he now? We don't even care to ask because he just had his moment. Yeah, like just let people had a moment, yeah. and it's it's always going to be people who feed the true traditional elements of what hip hop was founded on. You're always going to find that from the from the from the littles to the old heads, from men to women. You're going to find that, but it is okay if we just so happen to look at the next new shiny shit for a couple of months. Like it, people, people, we have short attention spans. It's okay that the women are the go-to for the culture. Literally, we have just been taking over for about, what, not even two, three years, and men can't take it. They cannot take it. Since mm. the 70s, it has always been men. And for the last, give or take, two to three years, women have been garnering just a, just a tad bit, just a little bit more attention. Because y'all just, I mean, we can still talk about male rappers that are still putting out content that we're looking to and, and thinking about just as the same when we're looking at the women. But it's like we're getting just a little bit more attention, a little bit more album, co I mean, magazine covers and a little bit more interviews and a little bit more press. And men cannot take it they get to be let's, uh, let's not generalize let's not generalize most men 
Okay. Or the mo- most men who care about hip hop and music, not all men. That's 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 fair. That's fair. I, I, I still think that has something to do with the hip hop media. Like like I said, they're they're black female rappers should not have to talk to old white Jewish guys at the radio stations or at these or whoever you go to. Like there should be a black woman in those positions. Like. At some point, uh, how long is Charlemagne and DJ Envy and Angelique gonna be up there? Like, once once these people start getting replaced, like, because at some point, well, Charlemagne um, already said he he plans on he's yeah like like Ebro and Rosenberg like at some point because hip hop is a young person's game like we we yeah. all understand that so at some point you can't be the fifty five year old guy at the hip hop station so when they replace those people, I would really like for them to replace them with young up-and-coming black women that can talk to to these rappers especially these female rappers because it's like what does peter rosenberg have in common with megan the stallion like i, I don't want to hear that interview that's not the interview i'm interested in i'm interested in megan the stallion obviously but i would rather it, it it's the same with uh with any rapper like if if rick ross is going to go speak to the go to the radio i would prefer he talk to a black person i would prefer like denzel curry i would prefer that he would talk to a miami-based a radio station and a black person. I would like someone that understands where they come from to be interviewing them because they they have a they have more of an understanding about their culture, their lifestyle, and all these other things. Well, I just don't feel like Peter Rosenberg can relate to Dreezy. Well, but that's that's great that you want them to kind of be in a place where they're familiar, but they're not going to get the exposure in that same way as if they do a Hot ninety seven or a Power. Hot ninety seven ain't broke an artist since <clears throat> I don't know when. Breakfast Club hasn't broken artists. I don't know when. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying saying, saying the exposure aspect. Even though they may not have broken an artist since whenever, I can go on their YouTube page right now and see that they have millions of views or hundreds of thousands of views. That that has value. My thing is is to change. change I don't listen to that. Yeah, keep keep the Breakfast Club, keep Hot 97, keep all those things there. Just change the 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 platform. The platform, you have... The platform is bigger than a local Miami-based radio station where people that are hearing that probably already know about him and know what he's about. Well, it, it's For kind me to hear of, him in, of, in Idaho, if I'm clicking through YouTube and I see him on The Breakfast Club, like, oh, I, I, I listen to that, or I know Charlotte, I'm going to click on this. That's it's, that. like, it's like it's like ES, it's like ESPN or like PTI or Around the Horn. ESPN whoever is you, garbage. Who, okay, whatever, you, whatever, whatever your opinion is on whatever sports show, like whoever you put in, in the ESPN lineup, whoever you put there at like 6 p.m., they're going to do numbers. It doesn't matter what show it is because it's ESPN because that's a brand. Yeah. My thing is, no matter who you put, I, in my opinion, and I don't know this because it's always been these people, but if you put a black woman and a black dude or a, a Puerto Rican guy in the position that Ebro and um, Rosenberg are in, they will still do those same numbers. They might not do it at the beginning because they need time to build their brands up. But no matter who you put at Hot 97 or The Breakfast Club, they're going to do numbers because that's a brand. That's an established brand that we already res- – I don't want to know. I don't know if we all respect it, but it's a brand that we all know. So you put a black woman – you replace uh, DJ Envy with a, black, with a black DJ, a female black DJ, people will still check out The Breakfast Club because it's The Breakfast Club. I so, I just honestly my my stance is I just really don't think the NY the NYC radio run is even needed at this point. I oh, get why people dead. do it, been but I, I just don't understand why this is even a thing. Like like I said, we are determining what they play. 
not the other, like that that old model where the radio you pay you tell the radio to play this song and now people are like oh the radio played it so it must be a hit it's like no nigga we giving you the hits we telling the, you we we streaming this song and now billboard charted so now you have to play it like the, we don't the, the, the fact that there's not a breakfast club or a hot 97 version based out in atlanta bothers me like there should be something there should be a a top tier radio show in atlanta that you know, like you said, breaks artists and gets hundreds of thousands to millions of views with these high high uh, uh, view artists. Like there should be one based in Atlanta because that's where hip hop is right now. Like New York, like we're still sending southern rappers up to New York to do interviews. Like okay, this isn't nineteen ninety six. New York is the isn't it the one of the media capitals of the world? Like I, it is what it is. Because as soon as you Atlanta, leave record, Atlanta is as not though. It's, does Atlanta have a as soon okay, my thing is as soon as you leave, like I call it the New York Chico. Like I said, they have everything. As soon as you leave the Breakfast Club, you can go right down the street and be on like Good Morning America or something like that, or any one of these largely uh broadcasted news shows. That that's that's what I'm saying. Like that all that stuff is in New York City. Like you'd be a fool not to run that circuit, in my opinion. To an extent, a, depending I mean, on what you're putting out. Because you'll see like more or less like maybe if you're an actor or actress maybe it's more beneficial but i mean if you can shit if you can get on abc news or good morning america shoot that's a that's a win that's a w i just think there should be a hip-hop based show in atlanta that's i, I, don't, on disagree, that I don't disagree I just, but that's, i just think they should listen to black women <laughs> hashtag there we go that's the episode title listen to black women. <laughs> let me let me, let me, because I was actually thinking about this. I'm going to ask this to triples. And I, I was thinking about like Rhapsody and like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. And like, how is it, how do we in this new era, you know, with Instagram and, and, you know, streaming services, how do, how does a, a label uh, promote an artist like Rhapsody who isn't, trying to sell that sex appeal because like before like with queen latifah and all them it was different because you could you, you were just on tv we didn't really see you that much now it's like you go to her instagram page and there's not really much going on there compared to like what nikki and cardi are doing there and megan the stallion but it's just like because in my mind i feel like ninth wonder is dropping the ball with her career but in, on the other end to be fair to him how do you market someone like rhapsody who like you said, has a Grammy Grammy nominated hip hop uh, album has out rapped two of the top five rappers and Kendrick and J Cole. She's out rapped both of those guys, and people she still doesn't have that visibility. So as a woman, how would you market an artist like Rhapsody who isn't going to do what Megan Thee Stallion is doing, what Cardi's doing? Not saying what they're doing is bad. That's who they are. But how do you how do you market someone like Rhapsody? I asked I asked the question of how do we not know if Rhapsody is okay with her placement? I as a person like who I am, like I'm not an over, I don't consider myself an overachiever. Like I am okay with getting a B a B minus. Like I just need to pass. Like I am okay. I don't need attention to be happy. Like if I could just get by, I'm good. Like, why are we under this impression that if you're good, you want to be the I guess have all eyes on you because if we look at it from the male side or the female side when you're when you're in the top you're in the crossfire what like if if you look at her subject matter and what she talks about and what she truly promotes as an artist why would you send her up there 
Like, why would you send her up there to be the constant, you know, I guess the constant bait for every single woman that's trying to come up in the game because men have only decided that competition is the only way that women can show that they should be, you know, in the rap game. Like, if we're going by the model, like, why would I put this woman up who... It's uplifting other women. We have multiple interviews where she uplifts the Cardi B's and the Nicki Minaj's and understands that they both can exist in this world and that it does not have to be all about Rhapsody and it doesn't have to all be about Cardi B. Like, they can just be there. They can both exist. Like, my question is, why do we feel that Rhapsody is dying for the attention to be a trending topic on Twitter? Like, she had a Grammy nominated album in the same year that Kendrick Lamar dropped Damn and Jay-Z dropped 444. Like, if that doesn't mean shit to you, I can't tell you what, because those are two up. We have a Poulter uh, winning album and 444, that'll be another classic that Jay-Z can hang up under his belt in a few years. So it's like, you, you're you garnering the respect from your peers, from the people who are in the game. That may be just enough. You know, she's signed to Hope to, to get nominated in the same uh, category with your mentor. Shit, sign me out. I, I did what I wanted to do. Like, why are we looking or why do we have to think that this woman wants to be this multi-million, well, not multi-million, but just, just this superstar that every time you turn on the TV or if you're on this commercial, it's this particular artist. Like, she can just enjoy feeding her base, getting her accolades, getting her respect from her peers and moving amongst. If you fuck with her, you do. If you don't, I'm good over here. Like, why do we always assume that these people want to be up there? We've had multiple men rappers say, that ain't what I'm about. I'm about feeding this. I don't want to dumb down to do that because she's not going to get on the radio until she dumps down her sound. And if she's true to herself, she's content to be in where she is. And I've read plenty of articles where I won't say she used those exact words, but that's what she gives off, is that if I'm feeding my base and what I talk about is what, you know, that keeps my integrity up, I'm okay with not being on the front of this magazine or being the number one trending topic on Twitter. I'm okay with that. So it's like, why is everybody expecting this from her? Like, we don't have to do work for this. I know for me as a, I guess as a fan of hers, I because I really enjoyed um, Layla's wisdom, I was like, all right, Rhapsody's about to blow up. I felt like she should have blew up after that album. And like I said, I just don't feel like she gets the exposure that she deserves for the work that she has done. Because like you said, she put out a Grammy-nominated album the same year that Kendrick and Jay-Z did. That, and I mean, that means something. I feel like you should garner more attention off of that. You should be able to be able, she should be able to do whatever she wants as opposed to still being in the basement making, you know, doing raps with ninth wonder, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like, she, but that's because and, and, and that, maybe, maybe she doesn't want to do all that stuff. And I, I, and if that's what she wants to do, I get it. I just want her name to be up there yeah. with Kendrick's but it, but and it, the J. Coles. But me, if you fuck thing. with it, it is though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you feel like rap, if you, if, if Marcus Sniffles wakes up and like, Rafi is the best woman to ever touch the mic, then that's what it is. It, I don't give a fuck if I can say that's wrong or I'm not, or if I say I don't agree. If you feel that way, then you go about 
uplifting her on your timeline as you speak to other yeah. people about it. And she For gains sure. those fans because that's what happened to Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion made, went to her college campus, Little Cypher, somebody recorded it. It went viral. People started saying, hey, look at her. I like her. And it just kept getting retweets, get retweets. <laughs> Do shit like that. Like, right, I think well, it's people well, only use Rhapsody well, to weaponize her against that, the other that's girls. A, well, that's another point I kind of, well, I got three points. So let me start with the first one. To answer your first question, I think because, again, the nature of a rap is competition. That's why I think people say that. The second thing is with the Grammy nomination, like, that's cool, but isn't it kind of, uh, and again, I first of all, I don't care about the Grammys. I've said this before. I, yeah, just Google artists that don't have Grammys. Um, I said, I, I would say that it, it kind of feels like a slap in the face to an extent that, you know, if she gets Grammy, non Grammy nominated, doesn't really get any shine. But then Cardi B wins a Grammy and you have to continuously argue with people that will justify her having a Grammy. They will equate that to her being a better rapper, which is not true. And that's kind of that's kind of maybe why people like myself would like to see her get more shine. So people can understand like, hey, just because this person won a Grammy does not mean she could, you know, hold her socks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I kind of want the the accolades to actually match the talent, if that makes sense. Um, and your point with Megan Thee Stallion, as far as her recording freestyle, and you know, that that was way for popping, we can't ignore the fact that a lot of the reason why people pay her attention is because of the way she looks. And that's kind of, I think, to Marcus's point, like, again, Rhapsody probably has hella fire freestyle she's put out, but more people are going to be gravitating, more men, it's now more women too, because there's a lot of women that find her attractive as well, would gravitate to her because of her looks. And then, you know, maybe the bars come next. So that, like Marcus said, how do you market somebody like a Rhapsody? And I mean, maybe you think she doesn't want that, but I feel that the competitive nature of just rap in general, and again, I would have to do research and read up on it, but I, I just feel like people want to be the best or you want to be acknowledged as the best it shouldn't be just us three here talking understanding that rapsy is a extremely good rapper like we we want people to know that and it's hard to do yeah. people yeah. constantly argue back and forth like oh cardi b has a grammy so she's the best one rapper that is not true yeah. that, but, you're, but you're, you're arguing with kids at that point no no yeah, yeah. And, 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 I, and i understand like I, and I have to scale back how i view the time like there's a zillion people on twitter if 30,000 people retweet something, that that's the drop in the bucket. That's just that pocket of stupid people. So I, I'm, I'm still trying to, I have to realize that at times. Now, if like 30 million people retweeted it, then I'm like, okay, well, this might, <laughs> there might be something. Yeah, like on. that's different. Like, when yeah. you see a, when we see it in beside it, then you may have to say, like, yeah, facts. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to acknowledge that I'm for when it comes to Rhapsody, I'm, I'm being selfish. And, and I guess the reason I would say that is just like, if we go on Twitter right now, and we and like if any of us, if any of us go out there and tweet, who are the top five rappers out right now? Rhapsody's not going to get named, for the most part. I think that's my issue with it. Like, and it's not even like kids or you know old heads or anybody. Like people of our age, people that listen to the music that we like. If we go out there and tweet, hey, who are the top five rappers out right now? What are the chances that Rhapsody gets named? And I don't feel like she's going to get named. Like, when was the last but, time in hip hop that that someone could be like, "All right, who are the top five rappers out right now?" And a female gets named, like maybe Lauren Hill, maybe Lil Kim at her heyday. Like, it, it's it's rare for that to happen. And yeah. right now, like if we were if we were to go by their albums and their accolades and all these things, Rhapsody, should, and I'm probably guilty of it as, as well. Like. 
Rhapsody should, her name should be on the tip of people's tongues when it comes to rap. And because but, of the way she's marketed or not marketed, I, I feel like it, she's, I don't want to say she's losing momentum, but it's just like, it's harder for female rappers to, to stay, or let me, let me rephrase that. It has been harder for female rappers to stay abuzz without the sex appeal that comes with, you know, being a woman. Like now in 2019 with, you know, Instagram and streaming services, you can get on and stay on without having to do that. But I just feel like she's, she's I feel like she's getting left behind because there are so many female rappers out there now. And but then, I feel like, like I said, if we tweeted out, hey, name your top five rappers right now, Rapsy's not going to get names. And that's annoying to me. And 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 I and I will I will admit it is selfish. I'm selfish in that way because it's just like if I see someone that's great and is doing great things, like for me, Rhapsody is like, you know, Cam Newton. Where I look at Cam Newton, I'm like, Cam Newton's great. He's got the talent, but the GM of the Cardinals will not give him a good receiver or a good offensive line. He's got to do it all on his own. That's what I feel with Rhapsody. Rhapsody's got all the talent in the world. He's got all the skill in the world but they're not building something around her that could make her a timeless artist. So then that goes to her team or, or my, but my rebuttal to that is if we're going to, if we're going to be honest, if I'm going to be a honest person on this podcast, when are we going to start looking at Rhapsody and say, okay, what else can you give me? Because you, you look at a, let's look at her. What I would, what I like to consider her male, her male opposite will be a Kendrick Lamar. Like I can find, I can find a song where I could be comfortable playing that Kendrick Lamar song in the club, and people will go up, and I can find you a song from Kendrick Lamar that could play in a, a completely conscious crowd, and it will still go up. I can't, with my whole heart, say that I can do that with Rhapsody. Like. I'm not telling her and I'm not suggesting that she dumbed, dumbed down her music, but it's like, it's a way to follow the model that everyone's doing, but still keep your substance because we've seen it done before. Yeah, like, so he has a blueprint for that. You, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, I mean, at some point, I, I hear I hear market sentiments and I do I do agree that they're valid. I honestly do believe they're valid. But I mean, at the same time, if... I'm going to play devil's advocate on the side of a stripper rap and all the rap that's getting the notoriety. Like what about Rhapsody music? If you're, if you're not a rapidy rap fan, if you're just a casual rap listener, keyword casual, if you're a casual rap listener, what about Rhapsody's music? It's going to make me dive deeper or want more. And this is not to knock her because I do enjoy her music, but I am not a casual listener. I listen to all forms of music, so I listen to her with a different ear, but I do not go in her listening to her like I listen to a Cardi or a Sweetie. So it's like, at how I do think her team is failing her. I've always said that I do think her team is failing her because the That's talent smart. is there, but it's like, you, I'm not telling her to package it like, and this is a shot at Jermaine Dupree, I'm not going to tell you to package it like you did the Bride in 2000 and over-sexualize your overly lyrical uh, goddamn artist. I'm not going to tell knife wonder to do that but he can he can package that different they tried it with Dave's Love um Dreezy has a time a tomboyish feel um uh, do I think her relationship with Jacquees was to make sure that everybody thinks she was a lesbian yes but they're they're still letting her be her sporty self so I do think some of it is to look at Rhapsody like what are you doing to make yourself memorable for the masses, not just for the people that want the rapidy rap shit, but for the masses, 
if if you if we're going with my argument being wrong that she does not want to be noted, like if you want to be noticeable, what are you doing to go about doing these things and making yourself still be of substance? Are you partnering with some of the 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 stripper girls? And you can spit conscious shit on um, some ratchet shit. We hear J Cole do it all the time. He he will switch up subject matter on a song regardless of the beat so it's like you can do these things are you going out to do are you actively going out to do those things or do you want to keep your brand the same way you do so i think most of it falls falls on rhapsody and her team but i do hear the arguments of the media and some of the fans and some of the casual listeners not paying attention yeah. to that kind of rap because it's not really push but i mean we gotta look, we gotta look she has to look inward too if we if we go, if we have to look inward as consumers she gotta look inward as to why are people not fucking with that if you've been rapping for this long and if everybody when we talk about your name everyone can say that you're good but then when we say okay well what good song does rhapsody have and it's crickets that's telling that's telling to me yeah. and i think her going on kind of doing what j cole did last year going on that feature run that he did that opened oh, yeah. a lot of people's eyes on J. Cole. Like people changed their opinions on him. Cause like I like I said this before, him going going platinum without features is kind of like a whatever. Like you're kind of diluting your sound by no by not working with anybody. And he was just like, you know what? I'm going to work with everybody. Every like 21 Savage, uh Big Crit, uh, who else? I mean, he pretty much worked with everybody last year. And now he's He's he he more so reestablished himself as an artist, and I think if Rapsy were to it were to go on that type of a, like, what's the best song Rapsy's ever been featured on outside of the song she did with the uh, uh, Kendrick and and J Cole's album? Like, she's got to like you said, she needs to branch out so like she could uh, get on a song, a song on a Black Thoughts le- or uh, fuck uh, the stream of uh, the stream of thought. He's yeah, okay. Tell those, All right, so you, you say Black Thought, right? Like, Black Thought, legend. Same I page. Wasn't, wasn't too crazy about the album, but... Really? Was, no, I didn't go crazy. Like, I didn't, I didn't, th- I didn't go crazy. I, I think love those two projects. Um, I like the first one better than the second one. Okay, I can give you that one. The second one I really wasn't, like, too happy about. But I understand who, I understand who he is, and I know who he is as a legend. If you are trying to branch and get people to pay attention to you, Black Thought is not the person that you attach your fire feature to. Exactly that. Because the the mass the masses don't know who that is. But as a rapidy rapper, that's a great uh, feather in no, your cap to say I was on a track with Black Thought. Like that's and, and so that's what I'm saying. In her uh, in, in her market, <laughs> she is the shit. In her market, no, she's the shit. It's the it's the new niggas who don't know and don't care because she doesn't make music for them. So why are we now requiring people who she does not make music for to go listen to that music? Or who don't care to seek that kind of music? She because is cons- on a on a she's on a black thought trajectory. Right. Like conscious really conscious rap is not for the average rap consumer. Like the, the basic then you may know some conscious songs, but to go deep down the black thought. Uh, the side highs, the the rap, like all those people, like like you're not doing that if you just your introduction to rap was the Jay Z song. You're not just gonna naturally go from Jay Z to Black Thought. No, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. So it's like, is she even setting herself up to get what everybody claiming she deserves? She's not. Love her though, but she's not doing. She's not doing it. Okay. Well, I think we kind of got all all the things out the way. Um... Yeah, I think we as as a as a whole in general, we we have to do better as far as uh, I guess opening our circles and minds to 
different uh, women artists. Again, just just this weekend, since I have uh, I spoke to Tribbles about uh, women rappers to listen to, I've checked out uh, Rico Nasty. I listened to her today. Dreezy, Chica, Tierra Tierra Wack. So far, so I still I'm still going down the list, but um, yeah, there and uh, no name. I checked out no name as well. So they they all have a uh, unique unique styles and flavors. There's definitely uh, something for everybody. It's just a matter of you actually taking the time to check them out, and I'll do better with that. And we will, uh, as the the committee podcast, will probably turn into like a female rap stand account just to kind of get that out to people to kind of get some exposure because it. I mean, if you truly are a fan of hip hop, it shouldn't matter if you're male, female, straight, gay. If, can they rap? Can they make good music? That's that's yeah. music. Is, music is a universal language, so it shouldn't matter right. where where it's coming from. We just have to kind of, you know, re relearn what we've already learned regarding how uh, hip hop operates. So, but yeah. with that being said, uh, Marcus Triples, great as always. You have any closing thoughts? Any shout outs? Uh, so this week, I guess you guys will probably hear this on Monday. So. This, this coming week we're dropping um, two playlists so you'll have your stripper raps and you'll have your non-stripper raps uh, playlist from female rappers just to give people um, just a different insights we'll, um, I, I know I'm going to set out I got some tweets set out to repost some of the old female rap playlists that I've done just to kind of give like a little history lesson so um, this week on Ox DJ is definitely going to be you know if it hasn't already been pro female it's going to definitely be a really female rap heavy um content week so if you are looking for new rappers there is to go so follow us on twitter and instagram on and facebook the aux dj so t-h-e-a-u-x-d-j and yeah follow me on twitter it's underscore triples if you don't like the music that you're hearing on the radio go out there and look for what you want because it's out there you just have to and it's just a simple google search or a simple youtube search the music that you want out there the content that you want it is out there just go just go listen just it's right there it's at your fingertips facts so again appreciate y'all checking us out you can uh, definitely follow me on twitter south 3706 uh, i love to interact and uh yeah, if you know any uh, female rappers you want to suggest to me, I am all ears. So, again, this community podcast. Appreciate y'all checking us out. We out. Shout out to El Chapa and uh, Dolph Savage and everybody else out there. We out. Gang. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>